This week brings a new wave of energy. And as always, that may bring some cosmic turbulence, but it's also going to bring some new inspiration, new motivation, and maybe an invitation to go a little deeper on something that's been present for you. All of that and more on today's Cosmic Energy Report. Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. Hello, my cosmic baddies. I am Maddie Murphy, your cosmic consultant. I'm coming at you with a little bit of a raspy voice. I got a little morning party girl voice going on right now, and I'm going to tell you why. It's my birth week, and in my family, in my circle, in my chosen soul pod that I decided to incarnate with in this lifetime, we celebrate the birthday for a week, maybe a month. I think that's why I like Zodiac seasons, and we just had a very silly like little kid sleepover with my youngest sister and one of my dear friends, Colleen Kelly, who used to work for me out in Montauk and now works with us in the Cosmic Pit Club. And we literally just like, they're sleeping right now. So I'm whispering and we just like stayed up and giggled like all night. So that's on being an adult. Okay. It's <laughs> being an adult to me is just having the time and resources and money to finally just do, you know, live the life I always wanted to of, of my seven-year-old self. Pardon that voice, but also know that if you've ever listened to the podcast, I kind of get my raspy voice a lot for many reasons. So switching gears from that explanation, welcome. If you're new here, I am a person who just likes to break down for you what's going on in the cosmos out there. Use it as a guide for your energy how to have more awareness, more alignment in your life so you can just be the authentic, baddie, bad bitch that you are here to be instead of just feeling confused, overwhelmed, or second-guessing yourself because let's be honest, shit is crazy out there. I'm going to break down for you the look at the past week, a quick glimpse into if astrology isn't real, then why? And ooh, we got some good ones from last week. I'm going to talk about your moon report, your weather, your emotional weather, who wants to talk about the moon, what's happening over the next seven days with the big mama moon, la luna, and how it's going to help you understand your emotional landscape. And then I'm going to end with just some planetary planning, some of the key transits of the week ahead. I try and keep it pretty high level just so you can you know, figure out, all right, circle it on the calendar. This day, this thing's happening. And this is how I get to work with this energy and how I get to move through it. And instead of just feeling like life is happening to me, I get to feel like life is happening through me and I get to enjoy that for my highest and hottest good. So because it is Virgo season and because it's my birth week, (laughs) birth month, we got to have our Virgo announcements. Virgos love a little like structure. They love a to-do list. It's like, yeah, let's have fun. But first let's like, you know, TCB, take care of business here. 
So my Virgo announcements, I have kind of a few. Okay, I'm going to like rest that my little paper here. So one, in honor of my birthday, I wanted to, and my team really gave me the inspiration to like, let's give you a gift, okay? Virgos, we love just doing, we love like receiving, don't get me wrong, we love attention, but we immediately want to give it back. We love gift giving. Every Virgo I know is a very thoughtful, very intentional gift giver. So because I don't know what to intentionally, mindfully get for all tens of thousands of you, I thought we should do a little discount, a little flash sale, if you will. Let me flash you for my birthday, okay? So if you've been interested in taking one of our courses, whether that's the Magic of You self-guided astrology course to understand yourself better, the Authentic Manifesting Workshop to kind of understand the principles of manifestation from a really rooted, grounded, high integrity framework, or if you want to take my 21-day self-love course, which is sort of the 101 to becoming a cosmic baddie, going through that, everything is on sale this weekend. 40% off. I think it's actually 37% off in honor of my 37th trip around the motherfucking sun. And you can use code Maddie, Batty, that's M-A-D-I-B-A-D-D-I-E. Thanks to one of our listeners who wrote me an email and called me that for inspiring this discount coupon code. So Maddie Batty, that's going to be good through 99 through bam, 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 through the weekend, I believe, through 9-12. And that is going to get you 37, aka 40% off all those courses. And we're also through that 13th, 9-13, we're also doing the early bird enrollment for the Cosmic Fit Club, which is my other announcement. You know, we have the doors are open. Cosmic Fit Club is our community platform where we have a hub with all of your astro dates, uh, ways to get in touch with each other, ways to book sessions with me, exclusive access to my books, and probably most importantly, this amazing group chat through a WhatsApp. And that's basically just fire. Um, there's the main group chat, the moon one, then there's group chats to work with all the coaches. And then we have the live coaching portal. So you get to actually take live classes. You get to go on live coaching calls. You get to go to healing circles. And it's basically everything you need to make your spiritual journey, your empowerment journey, your liberation journey, your journey of stepping into your power, into your purpose, just more sustainable and accessible. And knowing like, yeah, you get to do this in community. You don't have to do it alone. And we try and keep that very affordable. It's going to be $33 a month. But if you get in before the 13th, you can use early bird 21 for, you know, lock to lock in $22 a month. We actually do require a minimum commitment of three months. I don't think it's that radical. I'm not normally the biggest like rules person, but to be honest, we like to open enrollment once every four months and really keep this container tight, like a little pod cohort. It's like your Hogwarts class. And myself, sometimes I've been that person wanting like, you know, the quick, fast, give me the the overnight change transformation. And truthfully, that's not really how it works. It might take you, you know, a month just to find which coaches you resonate with. Or if you're like me, like I sign up for stuff and I don't even go to a class for the first month. So we like to allow like three months for you to really get in, let some shit resonate and get to know like yourself in this community. So like I said, early bird special is through 913 and then 
the doors are open through September 30th. We plan this very on purpose and hilariously this year, they all end up with Mercury retrograde. But we like to open this up, like I said, quarterly. And this last one, it's our last enrollment for 2022. Like I'm not going to, you know, do the hard sell on you guys, but let me just say, we're going to have a clip season starting mid-November. We're going to start feeling that middle of October. Do you want to go through a clip season alone? Like, let's be honest here. Like just, no, no, honey, sweetie. No, we don't do that. And then we're going to have Mercury retrograde. We're going to have our last Saturn square Uranus. We're going to have Venus retrograde in December. So if you just want to know either A, what that all means, or B, how you can be supported during that time, come on in to the Fit Club, okay? Like just let yourself be held in a cosmic group hug. One more announcement. I told you it's Virgo. It's peak Virgo energy for me right now. So I got a lot of announcements. Keep your eyes and ears open. I know a lot of you get our texts. They kind of started as this experiment where we were just like, damn, shit is rough out here right now. And we had been doing our weekly energy report email, which I did a mantra affirmation every Friday. And people were like, these are so good. We love them. But people were like, we need more. And the energy is low and we're not feeling great. And it was kind of like deep, deep quarantine this winter. So we decided to send out a text every day. But now there's a lot of you and our texting service is like, you're sending out a lot of texts every day. Uh, we're kind of actually at our maximum bandwidth. And so we also just, you know, did it for six months and we're like, you know what, we got to just readjust some things. So if you want to continue to receive the texts for free, we're going to do it once a week on Friday, on Venus Day. Get yourself some self-love, honey. Get yourself some mental pleasure with those affirmations. And then if you're like, Maddie, no, I literally need them every day. We're going to be offering like a premium access, blah, 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 something. Just like give us a few dollars. You can get them every day. It'll help us. It'll allow us to actually send them out. So stay tuned for that. And I know a lot of you are coaches or healers, teachers, guides, and you like to actually use that content to send to your community or to post on Instagram or to make TikToks from. And we love it. We'd love to see it. So if you want to keep that party going, we'll have the option. If not, once a week, it's still good. Okay. So that's on that. And then, you know, as always, thank you for your ratings and reviews. I'm not going to do my whole long spiel this week about it. You know what? Just thank you. I am so freaking grateful for you guys and you people. Try not to say you guys anymore. You folks, you baddies, because it's just been amazing. I told you a few weeks ago, Audrey and I were like so uplifted, just scanning through all of the ratings and, and you know, just being like, wow, like this is so cool. Like to hear your perspective and how you're distilling this information and integrating it back. So thank you for taking the time. We did select our Leo season winner, but you can still leave a review to be selected to win a one-on-one reading with me. And we will select that at the end of Virgo season. Okay. Wow. That was like a solid 10 minutes of announcements this morning, but are we ready? Are we ready to shift gears a little bit? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about if astrology is not real, then why the hell did these things happen? As always, a lot of shit happened last week. And again, I am not a professional journalist, as you all may have picked up on my now. So sometimes I'm literally so overwhelmed with where to even start. You know, last week I recorded the podcast, I record on Wednesdays usually. And 
after I recorded the podcast, immediately I just saw all these videos of New York City, the LIE, all of these like roads in and out of Manhattan and Queens just flooded, biblical level flooding. And I all of a sudden realized I was looking back at my own astro dates that we send out in the community and what I had written. I was like, oh yeah, it's Mars-Neptune opposition. So Mars and Virgo was opposite Neptune and Pisces. And, you know, Mars and Virgo um, is a lot about like, well, first of all, like boundaries and containers or lack thereof. And Neptune is in ruled, you know, is the ruler of Pisces and is connected to water and it's a little bit more of a rare transit. So I was like, ah, yes, Mars opposite Neptune just equals really radical level uh, flooding around. And then I had like kind of been like, that was really, really wild. And just, you know, sending, ugh, it, was just, it was really upsetting to see like the levels of flooding. There's cars on, you know, roads outside the city that I've driven on many, many times that were submerged well up to like the windshields. So that was really intense. But then I also was just being personally a little stubborn and was just trying to be like going back to work and grinding away. And yeah, the storm like fried my Wi-Fi router and cut off Wi-Fi all weekend for me. And I don't have great phone service. So I was on this like forced sort of hiatus. And then I was like looking back at what I wrote for the astro dates. And it was like, you need a break or else you're going to burn out. Like today, step yourself back or else the universe will make you step back. And I was like, okay, noted, called out by my past self. So for everyone here, Mars, Neptune oppositions, I'm definitely going to circle my calendar when those come up, which is what all of astrology is. It's like this understanding of phases and cycles. And then when you go through something, you're like, oh, that was, um, that was a thing. Good to know for next time. And another, if astrology isn't real, then why moment? Obviously, got to talk about Brittany. I won't spend too long talking about it because I think I've done legitimately two podcast episodes where I've talked a lot about her. But a lot of you DM me. I had said on a previous episode and I think on TikTok, there's like these back-to-back full moons are going to bring like almost, I was picturing like a defibrillator, two pads of like re-electrifying like or you know, opening up something that was really blocked for Brittany when it comes to her moon. Um, her Aquarius moon is in her fifth house of her childhood performance, you know, also like being on a stage. And those back-to-back Aquarius full moons, for any of you with Aquarius full moons, those back-to-back ones were really big and opening and kind of like closing a big cycle and catapulting you into a new beginning. Whenever something happens on a moon, like a full moon, you really want to look to next two weeks up to the new moon for like, that's the portal. So two weeks to the day on the Virgo new moon, it was announced that yeah, Brittany's father petitioned the court to enter conservatorship after 13 years. And you know it's been a full year, almost to the date of her fighting to remove him. So it was super interesting. And obviously we know this journey is not going to be linear. And I think there's going to be just uh, ramifications of it. Like it'd probably take until 2024 for her to be completely back into her sovereign self and having full agency over her life. But these are great big moves. We're making big steps. And I'm looking at her chart and I'm just really hoping for some, like, she might pull out some new music in like late 2022, only if it's a line for you, Brittany. Only it comes from the place of like soul self-expression, no pressure, otherwise queen. And then my last, if astrology isn't real, moment from this past week, I feel like we all sort of had 
this like moment of like, whoa, that was crazy. I'm talking about Steve from Blue's Clues. Listen, I'm a little older. I'm, I am older. I'm an elder millennial. I kind of missed out on the whole like Blue's Clues thing. But of course, yo, your girl babysat back in the day. Like, I know about Blue's Clues. And I do know that the internet has always talked about like, yeah, why did Steve like disappear? And for a while, there's all those conspiracies. Like, is he dead? It was so crazy. Like, this video kind of emerged out of nowhere. I think it was like sponsored by Nick Jr. Um, if you didn't see it, Google it. And it's basically just him like coming out like and apologizing for just sort of ghosting us. And it just felt like one of those like collective wounds that needed to be healed. Like maybe we all felt like abandoned by the masculine or like that big brother energy from Steve. I don't, I don't know what we were all working through from that. But he came on, he also like called out like student debt. It was, it was like one of those moments where, like, this is just so bizarre that this has to have like a deeper meaning. So of course your girl had to at least Google when his birthday was. I didn't even try to get like his full birth chart because I don't know how accurate that would be on the internet. Check this out. His birthday is October 9th, which is my little sister's birthday. And she's magical. Love me a Libra. So he's a Libra. So I'm like, okay, yes. And the day that he made the announcement, Mercury has been in Libra, and that was the day it moved into its shadow period, aka retro shade, which is the like waiting room for Mercury retrograde. It's the warm up. It's the sneak peek. We are in the retrograde, like we're moving into that period. And of course, we know what happens during Mercury retrograde. Things from the past resurface, things come up, things that, you know, we need to have closure on. That's why like exes come out of the woodwork. And it was super fascinating because Mercury and Libra, especially like we've had all these Mercury in air sign retrogrades this year. We had in the beginning part of the year, we had Mercury in Aquarius retrograde, Jan 30th to February 21st. Then we had Mercury in Gemini retrograde, May 29th to June 22nd. That was like in the height of eclipse season. That was that was wild. And then now we're going to end out the year with Mercury in Libra retrograde, September 27th to October 23rd. And it's going to be a real opportunity to like tap back into harmony and energy and clean communications and higher frequencies, especially you know, in our relationship, Libra, the other. Also, we might expect some maybe bigger announcements or things to be revised in like legislation or in the social justice space. But it's going to be an opportunity for all of us to get like really clear. And normally I'm like, don't text your ex during Mercury Retrograde. But this might actually be a Mercury Retrograde where you want to go back. And if you've accidentally like wronged someone or ghosted them or just didn't get to express yourself fully, you might want to go back and do that just for your own peace of mind and just for your own energetic container. Because like ghosting people, I've done it before, it happens. It's just sloppy. It's leaky energy. It does not feel good. And I feel like Steve just led the way. So thank you, Libra. Thank you, Steve from Blue's Clues, for just giving us a hint of maybe what this Mercury retrograde is going to have in store for us. So let's go on to our moon report. I'm going to give you just the day by day, what's happening with the moon, so you can tend to your inner world, so you feel the effects, you know, on the outer world. Okay, so starting with September 10th, the day this podcast comes out on Friday, and that goes through, let's see, Saturday into, yeah, early morning Sunday, we have the moon in Scorpio. 
So I love a good moon in Scorpio weekend for two reasons. One, it can bring up a very sexy, sensual side of ourselves. That's kind of fun that we have like some Friday moon in Scorpio, self-pleasure practices, put on something sexy, go out there, be a vixen, be like the femme fatale energy. But also moon in Scorpio, we can be very emotionally raw during those days where we can feel things like jealousy or possessiveness or obsessiveness about something emotionally coming up. And to be honest, those things do really well with having some space. So if you're feeling that, just giving yourself those days some space to talk things out, to get curious. Scorpio is the investigator, the detective. Get curious on why like the thing is happening, but probably below that there's a trigger or there is something that's trying to guide you and teach you something. So just things to look out for moon and Scorpio days. Then we have on Sunday, moon and Sag. So just being like, you know what? That was intense there. A little deep, a little sexy. And then Sag moon's like, let's just have some fun now. Let's blow off some steam. Let's go get lost in a bookstore or let's go have like a wild, decadent five-hour brunch. Sag moon days are definitely... Uh, you feel adventurous. You might feel vibrant. Uh, great days to also like laugh. Um, so like maybe go binge watch a new funny series or invite your friends over to watch like one of your favorite comedy movies of all time or just, I don't know, make yourself laugh those days. That goes through Monday. And then we'll also feel that on Tuesday to the early morning, but really Sunday, Monday, focus on Sag Moon energy. Try something new. Sag Moon wants to like be curious and explore and kind of open up the horizons. And that's why I think that like laughter is a really big part of that because laughter really opens us up, opens up our mind, opens up our energy field. And then on Tuesday through, let's see, Thursday morning, ending out the week here, we'll have Moon and Capricorn days. So Moon and Capricorn days are going to bring up a few things. One of them may be wanting to bring some more structure to your life. Maybe you want to get organized. Maybe you're feeling like I need to kind of take care of business on something I've been putting off. Great. Moon and Capricorn days also may bring up like a wound or a sensitivity or something around the quote masculine, the patriarchy, a masculine older figure in your life, a father figure, an authority figure, maybe in your relationship with authority in general. So just being aware of that noticing that. And again, just being curious, where did that come from? How can you move through it? And a lot of times when we're you know, triggered in, in a sign, we're being asked to own more of that sign within us. What do I mean by that? If it's a Capricorn moon day and you're triggered by a party at work or something happens with like, you know, a male figure in your life, maybe it's like you're feeling like they're taking away your power, your agency. All right. Well, then how do you go into your power? How do you take more accountability for yourself? How do you you know, form that boundary or act some of that in a way that feels organic and that feels natural and that feels true and authentic? Okay. Capricorn moon days too, but as a funny self-care, we always talk about Taurus moon days or days to treat yourself. But truly, no one loves luxury like a cap. No one loves work hard, play hard, like be a boss, but then be a bougie bitch energy more than Capricorn. So if you've been eyeing something that feels like a treat to yourself, a celebration after being really hard, get that for yourself on a cat moon day. Okay. All right. So let's talk about the planetary plane for the week ahead. You know, just how to align, how to navigate it. I'm not going to, it's a higher level glimpse this week. We're just going to talk about some Mars, Venus energy and, and how that applies to you. Okay. So for this week, I had the two big things that I think are going to really define the energy, the 
opportunities, the experiences of this next week is we have Venus and Mars moving signs. Now, September 10th, the day this podcast comes out, Venus moves into Scorpio and will stay there till October 7th. And then on September 14th, Mars will enter Libra and will stay there through October 30th. This is significant because Mars and Venus are two of our inner, our personal planets. So when we hear like Uranus or Saturn changes signs, we're just going to feel that less on like our deep, personal, emotional, intimate micro experience. We might feel it more like on our karmic journey, our macro, our collective experience, a little bit more like that higher level, you know, things we're looking at in life. This we're probably, we're going to feel these ones and Mars, you know, planet that helps us understand our ambition, our drive, why we do the things we do, how we express our energy what we're feeling, what's like, what's the flavor, what's the filter of like the fire under our ass, so to speak? What's, what, what are we feeling pressed to do? Where are we sourcing our inner, yeah, that, that divine ambition, desire, drive from? And then Venus, which is like our values. What, what are sort of our hearts focused on? What are we attracting? What do we want to go deeper in when it comes to our relationships, to our finances? How do we want to kind of connect into that soft, tender part within us so we can feel more open, more trusting? What do we need now through that filter? So wherever you have Scorpio and Libra in your chart, you're going to feel a little like, ooh, shake up energy. When planets move signs, we feel it. It's like a turbulence or a shifting of energy. It's like when the two of them move, it's an immediate switch. Someone, uh, the I'm trying to think of the best way to describe this. There's a professional astrologer, Anne Ortley, who is like one of my favorites. And she really talks about like the moving of the planets. It's like, imagine we're all in this, like we were just in Libra, Venus and Libra. We're feeling cool. We're feeling connected. We're feeling close to pleasure and focus on harmony and beauty and connecting to the others. It's almost like we spent the whole day falling in love or something. If this was a movie, it's like, all right, like we just spent a whole long day or a month or a certain amount of time falling in love with someone. And then Venus and Scorpio comes to be like, okay, but I want to know more about them. I want to go deeper in. And maybe it's like your first fight. It's like, ooh, you know, a fight is usually some kind of bid for attention, bid for affection, something I want to get to know you more, or I want you to see more of me. So it's like the story progresses and it's a shifting of energy. It's like, ooh, we're not really so much in that easy breezy waters of Libra. We're in, you know, Scorpio, Venus. We want to go deeper in. And likewise with Mars has been in Virgo, which is, you know, Brittany's natal Mars. Mars in Virgo likes to get shit done, very much focused on detail, hitting the marks. And then now it's like Mars and Libra, we need, want to be motivated by connection to others. We want to be motivated through like diplomacy. And Mars and Libra can feel a little weird. It's almost like Mars and Virgo had us all working really hard. Mars and Libra is like we have to step back and find balance, but it could also feel like a different type of motivation. Like we might feel like we've lost some steam. And then especially, of course, too, we're in the retro shade period of Mercury and Libra. And that's going to be, you know, working with Mars might start feeling, you know, earlier in the month, I was saying like, you know, get shit done now, because this is where we might just start feeling like things are happening, not in a linear way. We can't really get things off the ground. And the invitation is to go deep and to find balance. So Venus and Scorpio during that time, 
we're going to want to look for our triggers. Where are we being guided to go deeper? Where are we being guided to understand the why? Why do we do things? What is the motivation behind the action? What's the psyche? What's the subconscious mind telling us? It's going to really pay off doing that when Venus is in Scorpio and Venus in Scorpio just wants to get into the bottom of it. Venus is like, was playing it like light and airy in Libra. Now it's like, let's go. What's happening behind, behind the scenes? What's going on beneath the surface? Because Scorpio craves radical vulnerability, radical intimacy. Venus in Scorpio wants us to merge deeply. No holds back, no holds bar. And when Venus moves into Scorpio, we may kind of be unconsciously attracting people, situations that confront you with stuff you'd rather not deal with, okay? And like, it could be anything from like an obsession in your life or tackling some jealousy or old wounds that have leaked into your relationship or just, you know, anything that's filed under shadow work. So this isn't about doom and gloom. It's not going to be all negative, but there is maybe a trigger into a discomfort so we can look at what's going on and really heal it. Healing leads to wholeness, which leads to our liberation, which leads to owning your true power, which is what Scorpio is all about. So I want you to practice during this time being radically honest. I want you to practice playing detective, figuring out the why, what's the thing happening behind the thing. And I want you just to be okay with sitting in discomfort and knowing that when you do that, you can crack open, you can shed layers, you can be like that phoenix rising from the ashes. It's, it's thrilling. It's beautiful. It's scary, but it makes you feel alive, all right? Also, during Venus and Scorpio, it's a very sexy time, okay? So yeah, like explore some things that you think are taboo. Do some things that are invoking your inner just vixen energy, seductress energy, and you know that that, we really get to access that when we have that true intimacy. The biggest aphrodisiac truly is authenticity and vulnerability. It's so hot. So I invite you to embrace that. And then Mars and Libra, again, may feel all of our energy, our action, our ambition, even our anger, our sexual energy, our initiative. They're a little, it's more indirect. It's like our aggression may feel tamped down. We may feel like we're weighing our choices right now. We're asked to weigh our choices instead of taking direct action. Do you see like Venus and Scorpio is having us go into our subconscious, the why, getting to the heart of things. Mercury is in its retro shade period. It's going to go retrograde at the end of the month. Mars is in Libra. There's not a lot of energy of like take action, make an ultimate decision now. It's like weigh the options, figure out what's the why happening behind that. But also like you do want to, again, with that Venus and Scorpio, see what the triggers are get to the heart of them and practice being direct. Sometimes Mars and Libra energy can be overly passive, but also Mars and Libra energy hates when things are unfair, unjust, or out of balance. But we have to remember that with Mars and Libra, we have to sometimes like be the force that brings the scales back into balance. Okay. We can encourage others to find harmony, diplomacy, compromise, but sometimes there has to be the energy of like, no, I need this. We need to do this this way. And that's fine. All right. When Mars is in Libra too, we're going to be looking at, we're going to be really motivated by relating to others. We're going to be motivated by connecting in that sacred partnership. Uh, That's probably going to be, you know, a very present theme for you in your life. And I'm hoping collectively Mars and Libra helps us just, yes, take some steps closer towards more equity, towards more inclusivity 
I'm very curious what's going to happen in this time last year. Mars was in Aries. Mars went retrograde on Aries on September 9th last year, my birthday. I just remember that. And it, it did a whole thing. It did a whole thing. We were feeling a lot of me energy and a lot of righteous sacred rage, but there were some unhealthy expressions of that. And it stayed in Aries for so long with this retrograde and then exploded in the culminating day of January 6th when we saw that attempted insurrection at the Capitol building. So Mars is very interesting to track. That was last year. Now we're a full year away from that. And now we're in Mars and Libra of like, we need to understand of how to relate to the other. And we do have to learn how to strike balance. And we have to learn about harmony and compromise and creating more win-win solutions. So see where that comes up in your life. Again, prepare when two planets change signs, you might feel like off kilter, ungrounded. It's okay. You got this. You're a cosmic baddie. In the meantime, I'm always rooting for you. I'm cheering you on. Come find me, tag me in photos at the Cosmic Rex. If you want to come slide into my DMs, it's at I am Maddie Murphy. I love hearing from you. I love seeing like, you know, how this is resonating. I love hearing also like how this is affecting your day-to-day life. As an astrologer, it's like we get the high-level plot points of the movie, but you get to fill in the blanks of what's happening with the character developments. You know, what's the scenery? What's the background? What's the ambiance? What's the emotional undercurrent? And it really, it brings astrology to life for me. So I love it. Thank you. Keep sharing. I am really backed up on my DMs. So trust me when I say like, I'm going to catch up to all of them. I'm going to read all of them. Keep them coming you know, post-birthday, I'm taking some quiet time, Virgo, going through all my inboxes. So if you reached out to me a while ago, expect to hear something, I would say by mid-September. Also just hired a new amazing virtual assistant, Virgo New Moon shit, and she's fantastic and she's going to help me a lot. So yeah, onwards and upwards, baddies. I will see you next week. Go forward and slay like the magical unicorn star dusted being you are. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic Rx, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you cosmic baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.